Did you uh, get your eyes dilated? No. This is Check a blind it. tasting, and I'm using my Ray Charles glasses. <laughs> like All right. <laughs> So have you ever wondered whether or not you would prefer the highly allocated, impossible to find, unobtainium of Van Winkle over Weller? Well, you're in luck because I've set up a double blind challenge. Okay, so tasters. Yes. Before you. We have three flights. Each one is uh, two whiskeys. Double blind, you have no idea what they are. I want you to compare uh, each two glass to each other. Put one forward that is your favorite, one back that is your least favorite of each two. Okay? Okay. All right, um, so smell, taste away. All right. Okay, so the second one, are you noticing the second one is not as much? You can kind of smell, they smell similar, but the second one is more powerful. Like you get a little yeah, bit that, more. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about, is that? What about you, Lance? Are you over there? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, focused. Okay. Everything's tasting the same. <laughs> Man, these last two taste so much alike to me. Like so much alike. They taste alike to you. Like it's almost, did you put the same, the same one in each one just to mess with us? I think you did. I think you did it in each one of them. <laughs> They're all this. It's all the same whiskey. It's all the same. <laughs> what a jerk move. That seems like something we would do. Yeah. Do that. Hey, Bourbon Real Talk. Randy Sullivan here with some very exciting news. We have new merch just in. For all of your whiskey aficionado needs, we have Glenn Travel Cases. Now, these were custom designed. Uh, Lindsay had to work this out with the manufacturer to get them just the right size. There are two different sizes. You can buy them empty without the glasses in them. They're $28 a piece, or you can buy them with Bourbon Real Talk Official full-size Glens. But there's more. We also have the Wee Glen size, and these are perfect for when you're going to a bottle share or you're traveling, you wanna throw something in your suitcase. So that's very exciting. So with the Glens, they're gonna be 48. Without the Glens, they're gonna be 28 because I know a lot of you already have glasses. And do not worry, the standard Glencairn size glasses fit in both the full size and the Wii. In addition to that, we have finally gotten in our Glen toppers. So if you've ever been to a bottle share and you are walking around and talking with people, especially if you've purchased one of our lanyards, you're gonna want one of these bad boys. It's got a little rubber gasket on it. If you are setting up for a tasting and people are going to be coming over later, this is very convenient to keep things out of the whiskey so that you can pre-pour, but it also keeps you from spilling in public. So go check that out as well. And for those of you who do not like to drink your whiskey neat, you like to drink out of a rocks glass, we now have Bourbon Real Talk Official etched rocks glasses for you, available on the website. For the big reveal.
you have been tasting Van Winkle products. Okay. All right, so for number one and number two, from y'all's left to right, for the camera that's from right to left, okay? So these first two, um, let's see, Lindsay, Wes, and also Curtis all preferred the old Rip Van Winkle over Weller Antique. Mm. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, there is no difference in these two whiskeys except for the barrel selection process and a few years ago when they dropped the word old from the old Weller Antique. Um, now Weller Antique is a non-HD product. Yes. And rumor is it's seven to ten year old instead of all ten year old barrels. Um, Lindsay is uh, prefers the one on the left. Me too. You too. Curtis. Opposite. Right. Curtis is opposite. Curtis is the only one that picked the Van Winkle product. Curtis picked the Van Winkle Lot B. Yeah. Everybody else picked Weller 12. And that, that makes a lot of sense because I don't really care for Weller 12. But I love Lot B. Yeah. Mm. So, um, again, <clears throat> uh, these are both the same product, same manufacturing, same age. They're both 12-year age dated products. Um, the only difference between these two is barrel selection and 0.4 proof between the Weller 12, which is 90 proof, and the Lot B, which is 90.4. See, I'm a high proof guy. Now, so is it, <laughs> but isn't the narrative out there that the Weller 12 is the reject of the Lot B in theory? That's the barrel selection process. Right. But, you know, if you take 200 barrels and you mix them together... The average of those 200 barrels is going to average out the average of the other 200 barrels, and they're not super different. Hmm. I've blinded, single blinded, between Weller 12 and Lot B three times. All three times, I was able to barely figure out which one was the Van Winkle, but I was scared to death every time. Mm -hmm. um, so, because hmm. it was so close. For your third round... Uh, Lindsay picked the one on the right, you picked the one on the right, we all did. and Curtis picked the one on the right. You all picked William LaRue Weller over Weller Full Proof. Yes. But I like the fancy palettes. Yes. I, I locked, I, did you see, I kept, I did yeah. this a few that times. One, this one was really hard. Yeah, yeah, and I like both of those. Those are So I love really listening love. to you guys talk and say, like, I think he just gave us the same whiskey. Technically, yeah. I did. They were just in different barrels. Yeah. Is this the whiskey I didn't like at all in the last one we did? Yes. Okay. You're so cool. So, if you've gotten into the whiskey world, it's probably because whiskey has exploded. Bourbon particularly. And why did that happen? Well, Van Winkle had a lot to do with it. Starting around 2010, the Google searches for the word Van Winkle started to skyrocket. If you go look at the trend, it looks like a hockey stick. And that was because Van Winkle started to win a lot of awards and started to get a lot of international attention. And this led to a growth of bourbon overall. Part of that is because there are other whiskeys that are made out of the same whiskey that Van Winkle's made out of, except they're just not barrel selected for Van Winkle. People started to realize, I wanna go get this whiskey that's winning all these awards. But when they go to the store, they couldn't get it. And over time, consumers got educated about, hey, 
what if I went and got a Weller product? And for a long time, the Weller products, for the most part, were aged the same and they were pretty much the same whiskey, except for the barrels did not get selected to be put into the Van Winkle program. So the Van Winkle market, if you will, helped to grow the secondary market, the black market for whiskey. And as people started to develop what we call fear of missing out, going out, trying to find a way to get these whiskeys, the market grew and other distilleries outside of Buffalo Trace, outside of the Van Winkle line, outside of the Weller line, started to release premium whiskeys that also became rare and hard to find. Now this led to what we call Pappy Influence. Pappy Influence is where wholesalers who had control over the Van Winkle inventory could go into a retail store and say, hey, do you wanna get your Pappy allocation at the end of the year? Well, if you want that, you're gonna to have to do some special things for me. So I'm trying to grow this brand right now. So whenever a customer walks in the store, I need it to be like a heads up display right there at the entrance of the store that has this product. I want you to buy a certain number of cases and I need you to teach your salespeople how to sell it and I need you to move this much volume. And then when the customer gets up to the cash register, I need there to be a little mini liquor display right there by the cash register of this product that I'm trying to sell. And by doing that, the liquor industry figured out that they could use Pappy Influence to grow brands. So when you go back and you look at the history of a brand, say Fireball, which there's nothing special about Fireball. They've been selling cinnamon flavored whiskey for years. But Fireball grew from a very small, insignificant company to over $900 million in sales in just three years because of Pappy Influence. Now, one thing that people need to know is that Van Winkle, they don't make whiskey, okay? What they actually do is they source whiskey. Now, it wasn't always that way. The Van Winkle family actually owned part of the Stitzelweller distillery that operated from 1933, just after Prohibition, to 1972, whenever they lost control. But Julian Van Winkle III started to source whiskey from his family's legacy distillery that he no longer owned a part of in the early 80s and started to create the Van Winkle products. Now, the whiskey that made Van Winkle's kind of famous was the wheat whiskey. And Stitzelweller was known for making wheat-based bourbon. And all of that whiskey was probably on track to become Old Fitzgerald or Weller whiskey. The Van Winkle family continued to release this wheat-based bourbon that was from their legacy distillery of Stitzelweller until 2002 when they realized the stocks were running out because the distillery was now defunct and they formed a business partnership with Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace ended up owning the Weller name as well. And so they only have one wheat-based bourbon mash bill. And so they're making Weller products and they're making Van Winkle products out of the same mash bill. Everything is the exact same with regard to these two whiskeys. So the milling, the water, the fermentation, the, the distillation, the barreling, the barrels, everything is exactly the same. The only difference between a Weller product and a Van Winkle product is the barrel selection process. And in some cases, a small difference in proof and age. So the question is, which do people prefer? Van Winkle or Weller? I mean, for the most part, people could tell the difference between the Weller version and the Van Winkle version. In some instances, people preferred the Weller. 
but you're just going to have to taste for yourself. If this is your first time watching the podcast, I'd love to introduce you to the show Philosophy. We are about bringing people together around bourbon. And the reason why that's such an important concept to me is because I lost my brother to suicide in 2014. And after that, I started to look for ways that I would be able to help people get connected to one another. Because I realized that the reason why my brother probably made that decision is because he felt alone and he felt unloved. And I wanted to find a way for people to feel connected and to know that they were cared about. And at the same time, my passion for whiskey and my involvement in the whiskey enthusiast community was growing. And that made it so that I saw a path forward. And that was, I don't have to get people connected to each other. I just have to get you connected with whiskey and the whiskey will do the rest of the job and get you connected with other people so that you know that you're cared about, so that you know that you're part of a community and you know that you're loved. Now, through that process, I also started to see kind of the dark side of social media. And there's a lot of people that are haters. There are whiskey trolls out there. And that motivated me to not only create Bourbon Real Talk community, but it also opened my eyes to the fact that if somebody can hate you online that doesn't even really know who you are, there's no reason that I cannot love you, even though I don't really know who you are. And that's why I end every podcast the same way, and that's this. If you woke up this morning and you were unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that I love you. And I'll see you next time on Bourbon Girl Talk. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face-to-face -face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blanton's. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the Blanton's, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary, idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today.